tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes. Nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC. Hello, good afternoon. Welcome to the marketplace. Coming up, women in Ghana are paid 34.2% less than men. Data from the Ghana Statistical Service on wage differentials shows we shall be analyzing this further. Pensioner bondholders reject government's attempt to rope them onto another debt exchange program, warning of serious financial implication on members. What will this mean to government's debt restructuring? We have details of that. Plus, interest rates rise again to 32.17% as government records 29% oversubscription of Treasury bill sales.
We've got details of these and many others lined up for you. Please stay. Thanks so much for your time. I am Pius Kujubaka. Let's now settle for the details. And members of the Pensioner Bondholders Forum have rejected another attempt by government to rope them onto the domestic debt exchange program. Government has announced that it is reopening the DDEP, particularly for investors who did not sign up in February. The Finance Ministry in a statement noted that the opportunity will also cover holders of the ESLA PLC and Dati Trust bonds. But members of the Pensioner Bondholders are objecting the move. Joining us via Zoom is a finance lecturer at the University of Keko, Seram Kawa, for more on this. Seram, good to know you are on with us here on the marketplace. Would you say you are surprised or not? Members of the Pensioner Bondholders Forum have rejected another attempt by government to rope them onto the domestic debt exchange program. Thank you, Pius. Uh, for me, I am not surprised that the Pensioner Bondholders have refused to enroll onto the new exchange that government has proposed or the new window government has proposed to them. The reason being that the pensioner bondholders are a group of individuals that are the elderly, they are special, their needs are different from that of the younger generation. These are individuals who have virtually invested all their pension funds, especially those who have received their lump sum. They've put the money into the bonds. And it was one way or the other to give them consistent return on the amount they have invested. Unfortunately for them, they, they found themselves in this situation. And for that reason, they wouldn't want to put themselves into any uh, difficult situation. Let us remember these are people who have paid their dues already as citizens of the country. They are no longer working. They have dependents that are on them, and they have a lot of um, sicknesses that come with old age. And for that matter, I am not surprised that they have refused to enroll onto their bond exchange. And, Saram, what would this mean to government's quest of restructuring its debt? Yeah, we, we've been told earlier on 
that government had been able to reach about 80-something percent of the bond exchange. And for that matter, if the uh, pensioner bondholders are exempted, if the individual bondholders are also exempted, that will not affect government's uh, quest to get the debt restructured. But then if government is opening another window for people to enroll on it, it means that we do not have the right or accurate information at the time when the decision was made. And at any point in time, government will now have to look at the bondholders and reprofile the bondholders so that they will know those who are young among them and then educate them more on how they would be able to benefit from the new um, window that have been opened to them. If government is paying the coupons and then the maturity date on the principles that they have invested, uh, I don't see the reason why if I'm getting that amount and there is some kind of fear among the investors, they will enroll on it. Government needs to come clear and give us credible information so that the bondholders will feel free and enroll on it. Mm. And I'm wondering why it is so difficult for government to get the buying of these pensioner bondholders and sign on to the program. Yes, you've mentioned the issue about communication. I don't know whether it is a major factor for which reason we are seeing that. That, that, that is a major issue uh, that the individual bondholders and the pensioner bondholders are having mm. for lack of communication. Policy rollout of our government over the years have not been prudent. Uh, we need to communicate to the people who are going to take part in the policy. And if you do not communicate the policy to them and you feel like you have the power, you can impose things on them, the people are going to reject the policy. And that is what we are basically seeing. There should be communication among all stakeholders before this uh, policy is rolled out. We have situations where um, government functionaries, the president himself, have come out to tell people that there will not be any haircuts. Mm. I said there will not be any haircuts. And virtually it is now coming that there is haircuts. So if you come back to tell me that there will not be any haircut, and then we are finding haircuts, the extension of the period in itself is a haircut. The reduction of the uh, coupon rates is a haircut. And so if those things are happening now, how do I trust you when you give me any further information? And that is what the investors are working with. Let us remember that the investors thrive on information. And if the information that is given out is not credible, you lose the confidence of the investor. And that is where we find ourselves as a country. Mm. So now, what strategies must government adopt to sign them onto it? Yes, they need, government needs to be strategic and you know, come out with relevant and credible information, as you rightly mentioned. What more can government do? Uh, to, to get the pensioner bondholders come on board, there is the need for government to meet if there is the need for a meeting with them. That meeting should be done. And then we see the duration of their bond. And then listen to them so that they will also have some other options they will want to suggest to government in terms of the duration, in terms of the coupons, 
whether they are going to get it uh, in time, and then see some of the expenses that they incur if government could give them some uh, of the coupons that are overdue, or if all, all of them have not been paid, those are overdue, government will pay them, that, that will go a long way to help. So meeting with them, I don't know whether government is meeting these pensioner bondholders or they are dealing with their leadership. Mm. Thank you very much, Senior Finance Lecturer at the University of Cape Coast, Seram Kawa, for your time here on The Marketplace. It's one of our headline stories, which differentials show that women in Ghana are paid 34.2% less than men. This is according to a data from the first quarter of the 2022 Annual Household Income and Expenditure Survey by the Ghana Statistical Service. The estimated gender wage gap adjusts for age, approximate years of work experience, highest level of education, amongst others. James Eshen has more in this report. The gender wage gap is lowest among paid workers with tertiary education, more where women earn 12.7% less than their male counterparts. The wage gap is highest among workers with basic education of 60.1%, followed by workers with no education of 55.0%. When comparing sectors of employment, is the highest in the private informal sector where women are paid 58.7% less than men. This is followed by the private formal sector with a wage gap of 29.9%. The public sector where women are paid 10.5% less than men has the lowest gender average gap. Among the population aged 36 to 60 years, women are paid 33.4% less than men, a wage differential almost 3.0% point higher than for the age group 15 to 35 years where women were paid 30.7 percent less than their male counterparts for joy business james Ishen. let's expand on this revelation further and get onto zoom and speak to head of economics department at the university of ghana professor william Bambwating for more uh, pleasure you could join us uh, on the marketplace what are your initial thoughts about this wage differential we are learning where women in ghana are paid 34.2 percent less than men thank you very much uh and good afternoon to viewers and listeners well uh wage differentials in favor of men uh it's not too uh different in ghana compared to other countries globally women are known to earn less than men. But the concern should be the extent. Uh, so we are talking about 34% mm. and what might have accounted for that difference. Now, we look at education and many other factors. But if you distill it down, you realize that the major uh, factor that is driving this will be the type of occupation or job that women and men are engaged in. For example, if you look at occupations like professionals and managerial, where earnings are very high, women are highly underrepresented. But if you go down to uh, such occupations like elementary occupation and such like that, where uh, wages are low, women outnumber men. And therefore, when we put them together, you realize that the wage differentials will be higher uh, uh, in terms of developing Countries. But when you go to the developed world, you see that women and men compete quite well at the professional, managerial, and all other levels. 
and therefore you see the difference to be very uh, small. So if you want to address this issue, you need to look at where women are working and where men are working. And that is normally determined by not only the level of education, but the type of education that women are engaged in vis-a-vis -vis men. I'm sure in Ghana, we are now seeing that there's some kind of equality when it comes to education. And we saw that in BEC, where more girls were found to be writing BEC than uh, our young male counterpart. And I think uh, the gap will be narrowed when you go up there. However, we have forgotten that the type of education and the discipline of education is also important. When you come to the tertiary level, you also realize that women are underrepresented in engineering and those quantitative courses, which earn people into occupations that are well paid. And therefore, we need to look at where women are working vis-a-vis -vis men, and also in terms of education, what type of education and discipline that men and women found themselves so that they can also get access to those occupations that they well. And in that case, we'll be able to bridge the gap. Professor Bambwatin, can we ever have a fair and equal wages regardless of the gender? Well, it will get there because when you go to the developed world, they are almost there. And when you look at historical uh, 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 narrative, as far as wage differentials are concerned, for instance, you look at the U.S. Mm. In the past, the wage differentials were very wide, but now it is coming down. Why? Because they've been able to put measures in place to get women into disciplines, education and discipline, and also the type of occupation that men dominate. A typical example uh, in Ghana, if I can use Ghana as an uh, example, is that if you look at the mining sector, mining sector is quite well. But if you look at the number of women engaged in mining sector, women are underrepresented. When you break the mining sector into a pieces, you also found out that where we have engineering, the core mining activity, women are woefully underrepresented. Men dominate. And that is where the salaries, the, the higher salaries are. Women will be found in areas like America, HR, and so on. And when you compare salaries of that particular occupation and the core mining activity, you see that there, there's lower wage among the clerical compared to those in the engineering sector. So if you want women to uh, match up with men in terms of wages, then you have to encourage a lot more women to go into mining engineering and get into the core uh, mining activity, and they can also earn as much as their male counterpart. In that case, you'll be able to bridge the gap. Is it, is it a short to medium term um, solution you are offering? Well, it's a short to medium. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. 
Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC too long mm. because when you look at education it takes a bit of a longer time to get there so we need to start from now for instance hardly will you find uh, women in engineering and i keep mentioning engineering because when you look at wage differentials engineering is supposed to earn higher coming down to finance economics and so on so if you are able to get women into the higher and areas, then you are solving the problem. It cut from the beginning. We need to get role models to be able to get there. Some of them could be affirmative action. Some of them could be government uh, policy. But the best way to do it is to look at the longer term, start from basic education, get more women into science. They go into secondary school, we retain them in science. When we admit them into the university, we make sure that women also get equal access to those areas not only in the languages, but also in the quantitative and area that will earn them jobs that pay very high. So it's supposed to be from short to medium to long term. And it might be like a football court where you start from the defense, you move to the midfield and move to the attack. Great. Thank you very much, Head of Economics Department at the University of Ghana, Professor Williams Babwaten, for your time and education there. Let's move on to some other stories. Interest rates rose again on the money market to 32.17% as government recorded 29.6% over subscription of Treasury bill sale to the tune of 3.35 billion cities. Now, according to the auction results by the Bank of Ghana, 77.6% of the bids tended came from the 91-day T-bills. Let's hear more in this report. Interest rates have shot up consistently since April this year, after the Treasury forced the rates down in March this year, the yield on the 364 bill went up by 0.34% to 32.17%. That of the 91-day T-bill also shot up to 28.12% from 27.28%. The rates on the 182-day bill also increased marginally by 0.28% to 29.39%. Market watchers and analysts are worried about the impact of the rising cost of the T-bills on government expenditure 
Meanwhile, government secured 3.350 billion cities from the sale of the short-term securities. Majority of the bids came from the 91-day T-bill. About 2.601 billion cities bids tendered by the investors for the three-months bill were all accepted. Also, all the 496.95 million cities offered for the 182-day T-bill were accepted by the government. For the 364-day bill, about 252 million cities were tendered, but 248.36 million cities were taken by the Treasury. And more on the economy, economist Dr. Ishmael Yamsen has criticized the government for ignoring all the signs showing that the economy was collapsing in 2022. According to him, government was aware of the dire consequences that overborrowing could have on the economy. He advised government must take prudent steps to bring the economy to full recovery. He was speaking at a public lecture to mark the fifth anniversary of Academic City University College. Academic City. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like choosing Derek Jeter as the pinch hitter for your baseball team. Jeter, you're in. We need a home run. I'll give it a try. I've swung a bat once or twice. That's out of here. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. University College, as part of its fifth anniversary, held a public lecture on empowering youth towards a safe and secure future. According to some speakers, Ghana's economic situation is as a result of a blatant disregard for ethical leadership. In an interview with Joy Business, economist Dr. Ishmael Yamsen said government must accept its mistakes and steer the economy back onto the right path. Since the issues were known, and, and I don't think anybody can ever say that they were not aware of the issues facing the country and the likely consequences. So what they should have done, simply understand the implications of those issues clearly clearly and with honesty determine what they can do to change the course of what they were doing i think the biggest risk was that they refused to accept that things were not going in the right direction even when the signs were all over the place. So that is what I think that we should do differently going forward. You must be honest enough to accept, because we are human beings. We can make mistakes, things can go wrong. The important thing is, when you make a mistake, you accept it, you change it, and you move on. The danger is when we refuse even to accept that there is a risk. Then you will refuse to do something about it. And the consequences can be dire, whether you are an individual, a country, or an institution. President at Academic City University College, Professor Fred mcbagon on that part indicated that a South is committed to nurturing leaders that would help solve complex societal issues. Academic City has taken the lead in transforming tertiary education in Ghana and beyond by embracing a STEM-focused curriculum 
cultivating an entrepreneurial spirit among its students, the institution is engaging and equipping the next generation with tools they need to address the complex challenges, complex challenges and to drive innovation across various sectors. The topic for this public lecture could not be more appropriate, empowering the youth for the future. The role of education in preparing our youth to navigate the complexities of the future cannot be exaggerated in a world characterized by rapid change and unprecedented challenges. In these difficult and challenging economic times and uncertainties in our sub-region, the need for a redirection cannot be overemphasized. Dr. Ishmo Yamsen received an honorary leadership award for fostering collaboration between the public and private sector to contribute to economic growth. Jesse Area Magbakos reports for Joy Business. Some trade-related story because government is insisting that measures are being implemented to deal with access and funding challenges facing businesses in the export sector. It is coming after the World Trade Organization's report showed that Ghana's participation in global trade is heavily affected by cost and access to finance. Ifwa Sabiasari is the chief executive of the Ghana Export Promotion Authority and has been speaking to Joy Business in Geneva, Switzerland at the just-ended public forum conference. So welcome to our conversation at the World Trade Organization where we are engaging participants on the ongoing public forum. We are grateful to have the Chief Executive of the Ghana Expo Promotion Authority. And Doc, I appreciate your time so much. And it's interesting that the topic that you discussed was something that came up highly in, our, in the trade report of the World Trade Organization about trade expansion in Ghana being affected by cost and access to credit. Mm. Are you worried about this development or something that, listen, we are aware and we are working on it? Everybody should be worried about it, especially from where we are coming from. Um, we have been encouraging a lot of um, small businesses to upscale to export. And in upscaling, they need a funding. And if we are having all kinds of conditions and very expensive um, trade financing um, um, outlets, it's not going to, you know... It's like we, we build them up to a certain crescendo and then we leave them hanging. They don't know what to do. So it is quite difficult. Mm. And I'm asking that for you at the authorities, is there anything that you're doing? Because we've had EDIF, we've had a lot of institutions in the past, specialized credits, but it appears that we still have a long way to go. What is the authority doing together with the other government agencies to deal with this challenge? I think we um, can only facilitate. So we talk to the banks, we, we negotiate with them to come up with products that can help the exporters. The Ghana um, Enterprises Agency, which has been resourced by government to also support them in one way or the other. The Exim Bank is also supported. So there are various avenues to look at. It may not be enough, but for now, that is what we can do, and um, we are always looking for how to help um, alleviate some of the hardships they face in sourcing for financing. And you believe that some of these things will go a long way to address the challenge? Um, it will help. Let's come to your non-traditional expert. Doing quite well, well, I would say that what is the next phase in terms of meeting your target and ensuring that Ghanaian products is everywhere around the world? 
Yes, we are um, looking at uh, pitching our tent in every country that um, in markets, very strategic markets that we think will support the growth of the NTEs. Uh, we've started with Kenya, where we have the, the first Ghana trade house. So this is where we consolidate um, um, the products of. Um, the exporters, especially those who want to export, but in smaller quantities, we just consolidate everything and put it in the export trade house for onward distribution to the East African bloc. And it's doing quite well. Hopefully, we will be able to expand to other countries. And what country are we looking at in the next uh, Very few years? Soon in, in, by the end of the year. Two, three countries? About two or three. After, there are some who are worried that Ghana has the headquarters Maybe if I'm wrong with the comparison, uh, we might end up having the headquarters and the real benefits that comes along with it might not be realized. In the area of non-traditional exports, mm -hmm. what are we doing differently to ensure that we get the benefit that comes with the headquarters of this uh, trade uh, secretariat? I think the, the whole of Africa will benefit from the EFCFT. It's not been easy road, but um, it is left to us, the trade promotion organizations in the various countries, to operationalize whatever the concept of the EFCFTA is, and we're doing that. In Ghana, I mean, it can be, the headquarters can be in Ghana, but that doesn't necessarily mean that, I mean, they rule everything at the feet of Ghana. I mean, it's for the whole Africa. So um, we should rather... Um, put in more effort mm -hmm. so that we can hit our chest to say that it, 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 it's been hosted in Ghana and uh, we are closer to it and, and we are taking advantage of it somehow. What kind of advantage are we talking about? I don't know. It's being hosted in Ghana, but we know what um, the essence of it is and we should work hard. What are we doing in the area of branding and packaging? It used to be a big challenge when it comes to these non-traditional exports. I think that you can now see that there's a big improvement in branding and packaging and it's because that uh, we, we put in a concerted effort, there was a conscious effort to make sure that branding and packaging which forms a very integral part of the whole export um, um, trade system that we should make sure that it works and that's what we're doing at our export school bringing in experts from around the world who are knowledgeable in packaging and and branding um to help our exporters in branding and you know um, packaging their products with the right material for the right products and now you can see that we have um also organizations that are springing up in ghana in the business of packaging as well producing very good packaging so this is snowballing into you know um, a big um, industry and this is helping the SME market. Dr. Ifwa Sabiasare is the chief executive of the Ghana Export Promotion Authority in that engagement with my colleague George Yafe in Geneva, Switzerland there. And that's why we part company here on the marketplace. I am Pius Kojobaka. Do get stories when you log on to myjoyonline.com forward slash business.